At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the True Geordie podcast. When was the last time you thought you were going to say that? We've not done a podcast in a while. Like the last one we did was... Was Ben last week, mate. No, but you know what I mean. Like a proper well, podcast, just, just you. you and me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, People well, want this one. Not They don't want the guests. No, but speaking of Ben, I want to say uh, what a lovely bloke he was. And what a great way to restart the podcast. People thought maybe that we were going to... I don't know, maybe not challenge him or whatever and not speak right. our mind because they are sponsoring the podcast. Shout out to Gymshark, by the way. Um, actually, while I'm on it, if you do... Couldn't tell they were. Well, yeah, but if you do want to... Because um, they've got a Black Friday sale on course, right, right now. Right, right, yeah. uh, the link's in the description below. You can use our link. I, mean, I don't know if it, how much it helps us, but hopefully, yeah. you know, we'll get a little it bit... It makes right. us look good in the office. Basically, yeah, when we yeah. walk in and we go, thank hey! you, and they all go, wait, the One guy guess. converted lots of people. Yeah, it's good. No, um, actually, Gymshark are the easiest brand I've ever worked with. Ben is such a sweetheart. He is a lovely bloke, like on and off camera. It's not an effective personality um, on, his, on his behalf, is it? He is just genuinely like that. And I yeah. think it, it's strange because it also makes a lot of people around him incredibly affectionate towards uh, him because of who and how he yeah. is. And like, they haven't, t- by the way, they, just so people think that this is like a false thing. They haven't no. told us to mention this. No. They haven't told us to mention the Black Friday on There the was video. no briefing call over this. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, but the link's in the description. If you want it, if you want it. Love We've it. got an announcement to make, by the way. We should probably... Do we? Well, he knows this. Um, when? Yeah, so um, basically, yeah, um, it's been a fucking uh, difficult, uh, you know, year <laughs> what, or two. What, two years? It's three years. It's been, a, you know, since Brian and I started doing the podcast, that's been the difficult period of my life. <laughs> because when you're striving to, to build a business, right. it is stressful. And I guess like Ben described on his podcast, there are times where you've got to put your balls on the line and just hope it fucking works out. Right. And that might surprise people because when you look at us through a camera and everything seems fine and we're mm. having a laugh all the time. Yeah, just two happy-go-lucky guys. It's as if yeah. we've got, you know, life licked, but we haven't. Yeah. And uh, it, especially when it came to the kickoff. So, for example, pre-lockdown, the first lockdown of COVID, we had a contract on the table with the sponsor uh, to the end of the season. Everything was great. I was literally 24 hours away from signing that contract. Isn't that so strange? Like, I remember being like, oh, thank fuck for that. We've got the kickoffs taken care of. Because I can't afford to make the kickoff without someone helping. <laughs> yeah. it's just, I'm not Joe Rogan. Do you no. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, There's not one massive revenue stream and then we just go, cool, we just make the kickoff as I, a passion. I, I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we need help. And uh, luckily we had that. And then literally within that 24-hour period, they were like, yeah, we can't, uh, this is... You know, we don't know how this is going to go, cancel, mm-hmm. and then Financial football stopped. You yeah. know what I mean? And in that, you know, three month period, we just had to, you know, do every little deal we could to keep afloat and keep going. Thank God for Raid. And like real talk, by the way, Raid yeah. Shadow Legends pretty much kept us afloat yeah. for months. So it's really great for, news for that all the- you might dislike that game, or you might think it's a bit of a cliche. I've actually really grown to love that no, game. No, I, I mean, and pe- it's money. people got. People got a bit, you know, fuck me, raid again. But, like, literally, fucking thank God. Listen, people, if they're seeing value for money, let them spend it, all right? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't go, ooh, do you, we still need to... No, just keep the advertising. You've got to... Bro, what, what, is it a um, mild inconvenience of watching two minutes of a funny advert, by the way? We're not just sitting there going, so raid has got this. We are making a joke after a joke after a joke, yeah. relevant political stuff, yeah. and you guys are going, oh, don't talk about raid again. Within the, but, seconds. But the point, though, is, is that what people don't understand is, to them, it's two-minute advert. To us, it's keeping us going and keeping the bills paid. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the money in the bank account was dwindling away, and we're not entitled to fucking furlough or anything. Like, we can't do that. You no. know, we're, we're self-employed, basically. Yeah, together. basically, yeah. You know, uh, when the football restarted, it was, a, it, was a, it was a case of, do we go for this and spend... A lot of money, and I'm talking tens of thousands of pounds in an effort to rebuild the kickoff to get the audience back and enjoy it and hopefully find someone to support us in that time. The risk with that is obviously we could get 
two months in, have no one, and realise we've lost all that money, we've got nothing to show for it aside from a few nice episodes of the kickoff, yeah. and all that money's gone. That yeah. could have potentially kept us going with other stuff. For months, so, we could have kept the studio for other months. Yeah, all we, we, so we had to basically make a calculated risk, a bit like what Ben was describing, and it was uh, shit or bust. Yeah, and, uh, I, and I, I can't stress how much this isn't just a podcast story. You know when some people go, it was a make or break moment, and you're like, when you decided to move bedrooms in your mum's house. Well, that's not make or break. That's, yeah, no, this, this was... Yeah. This was a real thing where we didn't take any money out of the business and just went all on black. Like, genuinely, and I'm, I'm not um, pointing fingers at our team. God, no. Because we love them. Our but, expensive team. But No, but it was... Everyone was making money aside from you and I. Yeah. And it was a case of let's... I will say this, though. Thank you to the people um, who... Did did take a wage reduction in the team because Absolutely. there were people who volunteered to do that. Yeah, and they are. Uh, I don't want to cry. They're lovely people. Yeah, and I think for that reason, I think we are so grateful for them, and we will get to the point. Don't worry, but mm. it's important to say that. You know, we we so we went for it, mm-hmm. and it's paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just so relieved <laughs> to be able to say this because uh, I love making the kickoff, and I and I yeah. believe that. We've got something so special, and from now on, you will now be watching the kickoff live only, exclusively live on Twitch. Wow! Shout there out go. to the guys at Twitch for having the vision to see what we're building and how, um, you know, I'm just proud of what we've done here. You know what I mean? Like we've we've done a deal with a company fucking owned by Jeff Bezos, basically, like yeah. little old fucking Brian and Loz. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we've been working hard on the kickoff for years, and there's been so many moments where it's been like, fuck, fuck, this is hard. It's really, it, it, and that might sound strange, but there's been so many, so many issues. Um, fucking, we'll get into some of them, because I really want people to understand how important the kickoff is to us. <clears throat> I will say this. Can I just say this? When we said the vision of... Um, you know, some people praise companies when they finally get a deal, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that um, Twitch came to us three years ago mm. when we first started in the first season of the kickoff. And I said to Brian, I'm going to go for a coffee with the guys at Twitch and just mm-hmm. see what they say. And they went, we want the kickoff mm-hmm. on Twitch. We don't know how to do it, but we will get the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Three years later, that same guy that I went for coffee with who said, I want to meet Brian, I want to do the kickoff, is the guy who made the whole thing happen man of his words so mate. credit to him for, uh, for that and the team over there we've had some great calls with them They're yeah they do seem people. like lovely guys don't they and yeah I mean on the one hand I'm grateful but on the other hand you know I deserve this and as much as I want to be humble that's not who I am mm. and you know there's humble but there's also hard work actually. it's realistic hard work pays off right. and that's what this is we've made something great and Twitch want to have that, and we're doing the deal with them, and I'm, I couldn't be fucking happier. You're saying make the kickoff great again? Absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and this is, to me, this is just the beginning, right. and some people might be wondering instantly, what does that mean for the kickoff? Um, it's still going to be the same great show. If anything, we're just going to try and make it even better. We were literally told by the people at Twitch, don't change anything, mm. don't make anything different, mm. do what it is that you want to do, mm. which was amazing. Yeah, and that's the level that we've got at at this point, and I'm, I'm grateful for that, because the last thing I want now is, I don't want people to be able to tell us what the fuck to do, and we're, sure. go- we're basically going to need the fans' support in making us strong enough to be in that position, because, just to clear a few things up, we're going to be live only on Twitch across the board, mm-hmm. so whether it be the kickoff, the knockout, uh, gaming, we're going to do a lot more of that now. That'll yep. be fun. PlayStation Five coming out. Hello, and uh, and poker. Where poker is coming back as well, and also just some just watching football streams, yeah. like not the kickoff sort of thing. Just Brian yeah. and I kicking back and yeah. just sort of you know. What yeah, game we're going we to try and do a lot more live streaming on there. And and don't get me wrong, the clips from the show, as always, will be uploaded to the kickoff YouTube channel. That won't change. But um, my goal is to be self-sufficient in what we make so that, all right, it's great to have sponsors, but you don't want to be constantly beholden to them. And what is great about Twitch is you can subscribe 
and they, when you subscribe, in, there's following and there's subscribing if people don't know. You can follow and watch streams. Yeah. If you subscribe, you basically make a monthly payment, which is quite small. But when you consider how many live streams we're doing, it basically means you don't have to watch the adverts. It's basically um, one of these. It's a cup of coffee, it's basically, yeah. This is tea, but fair play to you. Whatever. Yeah. And the point is... From the north. What that then does is it enables us to build up that base of um, people who are paying into the monthly pot mm -hmm. that we are paying for the show out of. And what I want to get to a point is, is we can say what we want, we can do what we want on the show. We don't have to fucking worry about, oh, God, we can't, you know what I mean? We want to be that big. What if big we say that this, what if we say this and then that yeah, upsets Yeah, we them. want to be yeah. self-sufficient. Right. And the only way to do that is through the fan support. So I'm going to leave the link in the description below for the Twitch channel. You lot can get over there, subscribe early. If you're a super fan, I appreciate you guys massively. Um, because without them this wouldn't be happening. So right. I just want to acknowledge the, the support that them, the fans have had because when we're turning up on the kickoff and seeing 40 to 50 concurrent live, 40 to 50,000 concurrent... <laughs> There's 40 to 50 of you out there, well done. Yeah, when we started the kickoff, what were we doing, like four to 5,000? I think we were thrilled as well in the beginning yeah. with four to 5,000 yeah. people. And, and yeah. you know, it's only going one way and, and luckily we're killing the competition. Mm -hmm. And I say this wholeheartedly, we are the best at what we do. And there are people who get good numbers out there and that I support all the, the YouTube community and the Twitch community. But, you know, if you're near us on views, you're not near us on production. If you're, you're, there's no one near us on production around that. And, and then entertainment, sports talk, all of that. I'm really proud of what we've made. And I do genuinely think we are the best at what we do. So this is earned. We've fucking deserved this. Yeah. And I ain't going to be humble. Right. I'm sorry, that isn't, that isn't what it is about. No, don't say I'm not going to be humble and then apologise. <laughs> no, but I'm just like, if that pisses people off, fair enough. But I've worked my arse off. You've worked your arse off. The lads have worked their asses off in the back. And uh, I'm really proud of everyone. Yeah. So, well, and without you, mate, this would never have happened either. So thanks, bro. We're a team. You yeah. know, between the two of us, we've... It's just been a weird ass year for a lot of people, but I think yeah. it was, um, everyone had it weird in their own way mm -hmm. and we had weird in our own way over this yeah. last year. And I, I'm conscious not to be insensitive because I understand a lot of people are losing their jobs right now and I'm, I'm not sitting here being like, well, hey, like money ain't a problem for us anymore. Like, yeah, we're still got to work hard and we're still going to try and keep people entertained and this isn't like, you know, the end of the road for us. This is the beginning. I actually think this is something that's probably worth saying. I don't want to talk exact figures, but the, the kickoff does cost something to make because it requires specialist people behind the scenes. It's not just sort of flicking a computer on. Yeah, they're geniuses we got. Luckily. Yeah, and I think for that reason, a lot of money that comes in immediately also goes out the door mm. because, you know, we've got to pay people to be on the show. You've got to pay people to work behind the scenes. And... Let's not get it twisted here. We could have just gone, cool, we'll take a massive deal and then sit at a computer and we'll take all that cash. We don't have to do a show where it's all about, you know, sit around the table, there's people in the back, there's all this. It could just be you and I just sitting there and just going, cool, goal, you know? Yeah. That would be a very different show, but that's not I mean, what we're trying to build. so charismatic though, that would still be pretty It would still great. be amazing, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Having said that, I'm not putting those people down who do that, but I'm just saying there's a different kind of thing that we want to do here. Dude, we're striving to be, make something fucking special, and that's the point, is obviously football isn't the be-all and end-all of life, but we want to make it as good as we can. But I think that's also worked against us at times, because a lot, of people right who, a lot of sponsors who watch the show and a lot of conversations we've had, people tend to go, sorry, I, I thought it was already spoken for, because we watch it and we think, well, there must be someone who's paying for this. There must mm. be something behind the scenes. So a lot of people in the sponsorship positions were watching and going, well, they won't need a sponsor. Yeah. And it meant that people were going to other companies that were making rip-off versions or knock-down, knock-off versions or versions where they, let's be honest, we've heard, I've heard from a lot of people, people going to creative meetings and go, so we like the uh, bare brick aesthetic. We want them sitting with microphones around, should we have like a wooden table? Yeah, wooden table, I think that'd be good. And people have gone, do you mean the kickoff? And they've gone, no, no, not the kick, no. No, 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 let me be very clear. No, we don't want that. What we want is, yeah. and then they describe the kick, and they go, it's like a friend's vibe, but they're sort of discussing football. And they go, like the kickoff. And they go, no, no, not like the kickoff. <laughs> we aren't like the kickoff. The amount of people who have just watched the show and gone, cool, we'll do that. And Good luck, bitches. tricked massive paying companies into oh, yeah. things is insane. And, and that money belongs to us, and I'm fucking coming for it. <laughs> right. Believe me, I'm sick of saying dog shit shows, getting big sponsorship deals, and I'm going to get on to this because 
friends at agencies and those friends at creative companies and there's a lot of fucking fucked up shit going on right now yeah. but anyway just before we get into this mm. I just want to let people know the launch schedule right okay right. sorry I, I did skip that I jumped the gun there that's cool we're on Twitch from this week yeah Thursday we are doing our very first stream yeah under the deal we're going to be playing the PlayStation 5 as it comes out on Thursday can't wait for that. Uh, I can't wait for that. We're going to do like a long stream, just have fun, talk about. We're going to do it, and we're going to play all the way through the new Spider-Man game. Brian loves Spider-Man. I don't really. So, yeah. but, okay, right. Okay. But we'll we'll play all the games that you guys want us to play. Whatever you want. We're going Call to, of Duty. Yeah. I promise, no Rocket League. All right, whatever. But the point is, we'll meet you guys. We'll ha- happy. We'll have a good laugh. Yeah. Let's get the comments going. Have a good chat with everyone, and also. We are launching the kickoff this weekend with two shows. Yes. Saturday and Sunday, we are live. We are live on Saturday yep. for the Man City Spurs game. Yes. Or maybe Spurs, Man City, whichever. No, it is the Man City Spurs. And Sunday... Liverpool-Leicester. There you go. So we basically wanted to cover the two big games of the weekend. It's not always going to be that we'll do double shows, but mm. we have also... We've we've got a lot of hours to make up. Oh yeah, to, we've, to committed. Do this. we've committed. We're going to go yeah. for this. Um, yeah. Looking back at when we started the kickoff and and coming to this point was, I think we always knew we wanted to get to this point where we would get a deal like this, where we were basically able to not panic right. about money and and we build had on it. the funny thing is, I think there is our first ever deck that we use to pitch this show. <laughs> And there is a room which looks almost exactly like this room. Mm. Exposed brick, big windows, kind of I very... I remember it. You know, a very uh, industrial I knew, I had vibe. it in my head. Yeah. And the reality was quite a far away from that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I knew just persist with it and we'll get there eventually when the money comes in. And I, I was watching a video of Brian the other day, the first time that you walked into the first flat that we had. Uh, and you I, wasn't, look, I wasn't thrilled, was I? You weren't thrilled, but I think you were... Maybe if you, maybe if you look back now, you go, oh, I was excited and we were building something. But back then you were a bit like, the fucking hell is this shit? Mm. Like you were... I think you were pretty annoyed that we had such a tiny little flat. Your your bedroom was... I don't think your bedroom was much bigger than this table is now. Aye. About the same size as It was table. roughly the same yeah. size as this table, Which yeah. is fine, because I come from very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is it was me trying to strive to make the kickoff look special. Yeah. And the, and the podcast and stuff, so... And it was quite... It's fair to say it was quite... Um, it was a mishmash of what your idea was, or our idea of a, a show, and... TV football show, which mm. was closer to what those guys wanted. Well, yeah, what the, spo- the sponsors of the show at the time were looking for. And, you know, luckily, I won. Uh, there's a lot of people who muddied the waters over the years, and I just had to keep... I had it in my head, and I knew what the fuck I wanted. Mm. And it's about getting rid of the people who don't really know what I want. Or, or aren't interested or, in or, yeah, doing that. Yeah, or haven't got the same vision of me. And I, by getting rid of, I mean just ignoring that and, and just following. Because, I don't know, the older I get, the more I realise, like, it's like horse racing life sometimes. If you've Go got on. vision, they, they wear the blinkers. Right. Because they don't want to get distracted by what everyone else is doing. I don't right. watch other YouTubers. I don't, you know, they're focused on winning these horses. You know mm. what I mean? That's the point. And I just I felt like I had the right idea. So, yeah, at the, the beginning... I remember we're operating out of an office in London. You, people might remember the black wallpaper background. Yeah, with a couch uh, in the corner. Yeah, and that yeah. was the... Luckily, you, you knew a production company who were able to help us get set up early on. Yeah. Um, shout out to Pete, Pete, by the way, yeah, who yeah. was involved in that. And, um, yeah, we were just trying to make it up as we went along. We'd never done this sort of stuff before. Luckily, <laughs> so ironic, we actually managed to... We went head to head with a, with a company that we'd previously worked for to get a deal. And we heard that that company basically pitched us as the presenters mm-hmm. of a football show. And telling, whereas they were telling us they don't know whether or not they want to keep us on. We then went and went, fuck you then. We'll pitch to this company. Yeah. And we won the deal off them. And that company was worth about 20 million quid. Mm-hmm. We're just two guys with an idea. Full of creative directors and all these kind but of But the things. point was, is the brand in question wanted us. And they were selling us. So I just went and went, you know, if you go with them, we're not going to be with them. So wow. if you want us, you have to go with us. And uh, there was a very scathing email sent to the brand about... Um, uh, I hope this doesn't come bite you in the ass. Yeah, it, it didn't ultimately. Well, did ultimately, it? it got them millions upon millions of views. But yeah. um, 
you know it yeah that was that was without even on the on the jump it was like difficult to mm. make a transition away from another brand and uh, away from the previous company we were working for and then go solo we're outside this mansion and where was that Kensington or something my mate yeah had, it was West Ken- yeah, a, it was a friend West Ken- a friend basically said oh you can use this house uh, to do your video and we're pretending like you know this is the the launch video we're just making it up as we went along to be fair if that house had been the place we'd done the kickoff I think you would have had a very comfortable life <laughs> yeah. that house was, was fucking huge wild. so yeah. we, we launched it and then early doors um I was like, oh, we need to do this Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight. Mm. And now looking back at that, that just seems like common sense. But of course. but when you look at it, not one. I don't know if there was a single other person that night who did a live show. Not one. For even Rogan didn't do one. Mm. We got 16 million views that night. Hit 500,000 subscribers. I remember being like, oh, this is. It was There's a big something night. in this. Yeah, it felt special that night, I think, mm. didn't it? Because we were only about four or five live streams into what we were trying mm. to do. And we'd kind of, it was a very different kind of show then as well, I think, wasn't it? It was a bit more, it felt a bit less conversational, a bit more like... I hated it. Pass the mic. Yeah. Pass the mic. Mm. You you have your chat now, I'll have my because chat. Because I knew how to make good conversation, mm. but I was getting taken away by the brand we were working with to be doing, you know, breakfast TV type bullshit. And mm. I hated that. And... There was a moment, and I distinctly remember that moment around that Christmas time, New Year, of the first first series going, we're changing, we're getting a table, we're going to talk to each other, we're going yeah. to actually have a conversation, mm. and we're not just going to react to what's on the TV, because that ain't going to carry anyone. For long you, enough. You have to have chat, you know what I mean? And they, they were, oh, I don't know if this is going to work, and I'm like... Well, we did the podcast at the table. Like, yeah. No, but like, this was what I was dealing with, like that sort of narrow-mindedness. Luckily, it did get better. Second series was given to us. Can Give I get a second, second series? series? They did give us a second yeah, series. And, yeah, and, and we earned that well and fucking truly. And we got a better studio. Things got better. The equipment got better. And the money got better. I've got a lot of affection for that place. I feel like that was like... Um, we I had Ricky Gervais there. We had... Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Ian Wright, yeah. Logan Paul, the yeah. whole Logan and KSI thing pretty much happened all yeah. there. It was fun. And you've got some pretty like I've, I've, nice memories. Yeah. That was the first time when you also had a bedroom that was a nice size in your place. <laughs> you had a wardrobe. Like it was a, you know, yeah. it, it had a lift that you always used to travel in. I remember it was like, the, it feels quite unique now. Yeah, like we filmed a lot time. of XO stuff there. We, we had good laughs there. It was great. And um, that was when I was like, okay, the kickoff needs to be a brand. It mm-hmm. can't just be... Uh, show we need to turn it into its own thing yeah. and we pushed on and that was towards the end that was when we'd been promised the deal for seasons three and four mm-hmm. with the company everything was locked in everything was agreed and without going into too much detail the rug was really pulled out from underneath us mm-hmm. where we thought we were getting a deal and naively or maybe uh, optimistically we signed up for a contract to a new place we invested in new equipment. We invested in other stuff. We and spent went, we spent thousands upon thousands because it was it was all done. It the, was it was it as was, close to a sure thing as I think I've ever the, felt. Like only, I felt so without good a signature, around. you can't be as that. That is the only thing you can be expecting. And so to be at that point and for it to fall through um, was devastating because that would have been the biggest deal of my life. And I'd worked so hard with with the brand. I really felt like you know. Um, yeah, it was super disappointing, but when I look at what they've done since then, I'm like, you guys fucked up. You know what I mean? But sure. fair enough. It was their decision. And in my head... Moved on. Yeah, but I, I have got that. It's like when a hot girl loses a guy, she doesn't worry because there's... You know, right. And I'm a hot girl, you, Right, bro. you're a hot piece I'm of a ass. Hot girl. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so That's I was you. just like, whatever, we'll, we'll make it work. But obviously, that was right around the time where my depression got really bad. The DMs thing happened. That, no, no, felt, no. Like, when you say that was around that time, these two things were within six days of yeah, each other. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a really dark, dark dark time for me and to pull myself through that um yeah i mean even now there's still times where i feel bad about that whole situation um but i you have to and people like you and the lads were counting on me and uh and we just we just got straight back at it and didn't give up but it was underneath it there was always that feeling of the depression just had me at that point for for so many months and months and months I think it might have even taken a full year maybe even more for me to like feel 
a bit better. It takes a while to recover from that sort of thing, doesn't it? Because it is a very traumatic situation. I think when multiple things happen that you're not expecting and you feel like you had so many things lined up, you begin to question everything because you go, well, if I thought that was a sure thing and it wasn't a sure thing. You can't trust life, bro. And when you can't trust life, that's when anxiety becomes right. really prominent because you just think... I thought I was on top of the world, right, you know? and, yeah. and I have talked about this in that Fall of Trujody video, but yeah, I, I had to get rid of everything, sell cars, like, you know, literally just, that's it, you know what I mean? Every penny we have has to go into keeping the um, the kickoff afloat, basically, mm-hmm. because the kickoff was our only source of income. And I remember sitting there thinking, how dumb have I been? I've had all this time with money coming in. I could have set up multiple revenue streams. I could have done so many different things to mm. help us have cushions to fall back on. Sure. I put everything I had into the kickoff. And then when a brand has, you know, done what they've done, um, you're just like, oh, fuck. And I remember sitting around this very table and saying to the lads, I'll never let this happen again. Mm. And luckily I've stuck by that and we've we haven't yeah. because we luckily now uh we've got Gymshock, big love to them and now we're signing with twitch and there's some other fucking things i got lined up as well yeah. I'm, I'm working fucking hard we're, we're putting the, the signatures not on the paper you know yeah, yeah. i'm fucking yeah the, it's it's we're yeah. putting the work in do you know what i mean because we don't want to be in that situation again because ultimately i don't want to ever have to be in a position where we can't make what we want to make yeah and we can't make the fans happy and uh yeah, so that was it. Was fucking rough. Um, we had to go for months with, without a sponsor, trying to line things up, rushing around. But it was it was once again it was a case of do we take all the money and sit and do nothing and hope something happens, or do we give every penny we've got, keep going, and just believe that we are going to get a sponsor? Mm. We managed to get a sponsor. We got a few little deals to tick us over. Like that took us right up to when the COVID situation happened and then I felt like just as you know we were about to get a full breath above water fucking dunk my head right back down Mm. and we're back swimming for our life again Mm. you know there's things I haven't talked about that we've had multiple times where we've basically had a gun put to our head and said um, you know I can't say you know who said this or whatever but if you don't sign the kickoff over then we're not going to help you you know what I mean and when you've built a business and a show and a creative from your own mind, you're the face of it. You thought of the name. You've consistently went against people and said, no, it needs to be more like this and it doesn't need to be breakfast TV bullshit yeah. and, and, and had this vision to then have people say, I want a percentage of what your idea is and what you've been the face or of. Or to own IP in those yeah, kind of um, It fucked me off really badly. But at mm-hmm. the same time, when you become... When, you, when people know you can generate money, people view you differently as Absolutely. a person. And uh, I just had to get used to that. And I don't, I don't bear hard feelings because I understand how business works and I understand the way the world works. But it was difficult to think I got a whole firm here and believe that I'm going to get through this regardless. And now when we sign this deal... There's only one signature on the fucking Twitch deal. Yeah. You know, ours. Yeah. It's not about this other person who didn't contribute and now owns fucking God knows how much percent of the kickoff. Yeah. You know, for the rest of our lives. You know what I mean? It's threatening shit like that. It's hard to get through. You I know think there's I mean? a lot of positives in it as well, though. Like seeing, um, you know, the fact that you are able to negotiate now, whereas in the beginning, maybe you wouldn't have had any idea what to do or you would have been like, I don't know, is this a good deal? Is this a bad deal? You do make friends or handy acquaintances along the way along the way and you start to you start to feel a bit more stable in what you're saying so i've noticed now if you're negotiating with someone you're before you're a bit more i don't know we really need this money can i say what i really want or can i you know can i say this whereas now you're a bit more like listen this is my value if i you know if you if you don't my sword if i have to yeah yeah Yeah. you have died on your sword a few times i think it's fair to say (laughs) yeah i think that there was a moment where your sword has killed you a few times yeah and i just I have a self-respect for that. You know what I mean? Sure. As, as a man of principle. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same reason why I'd sit across the table from the Gymshark owner and say, well, there's things you could do better. Right. Doesn't mean I'm an arsehole just because I know 
what my value is and I don't bow down to brands or I don't act like they're doing me a favour. Like I said, this, I'm, no one's doing me a favour by giving us this deal. It's what we've deserved. Absolutely. And one thing I would say is thanks to everyone who's kept the podcast scene warm while we were away in the UK. <laughs> You are so funny. Because... Um, the king's back! Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's... There's chat and then there's chat, you know? Yeah. And there's... Um, there's levels to this shit, yeah. boy. And it's lovely that people could just sort of keep people ticking over, make sure they remember <laughs> what a podcast was. Thank uh, you. You, you. It makes me... It, it, it made me feel nice that there were tribute acts out there that went, the- we could do something similar to this. <laughs> We're, we're coming across as such arseholes. I'm, I'm kidding. But there, it, are, there aren't even that it. many podcasts in the UK, but I've, I feel like the, the scene is is coming alive again now. That's funny because I had a few people tweeting out over, I don't know, the last couple of months when we haven't done a podcast saying, oh, you're getting lazy, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, lazy? Like, but by the way, we were still doing True News in that time, still doing the You haven't done a podcast, lazy. I'm mm. like, like in the last few years, we have been as consistent as it gets, mm. pretty much. I mean, maybe there's a handful who are a bit more consistent. I'm sure, like uh, you know, the vlog lot, and yeah, people like that. And there but are like, gamers, I think. When it comes consistent. to organising shows like this and running this sort of situation, I mean, we've been extremely consistent. Like, name a YouTuber. Most of them have had months off at times. You know, we've done. I think what c- two weeks max. Like, I think maybe. Wait there, wait there, wait there. Okay. 100 plus episodes of the podcast, 100 plus episodes of the kickoff, Mm -hmm. probably heading towards 100 true news. And And, you get vitamin D through the podcast as well, sir. And to be honest, at the same time, real up and downs with depression and trying to, and there's times where, you know, that makes it a bit harder. But I just thought, yeah, I took an issue with that in my head when I read that. I thought, what bullshit. There's multiple ways I can address this one. First of all, what I would add to that is, I respect uh, a huge amount of what you've done in terms of you've retained um, control of your own assets and your own business. I think that's been really important to you. And I think it's been probably been really important to us on in what we've done. The kickoff, True Geordie. There are a lot of people who do just focus on making the content and hand off the commercial side to, um, you know, an agent or um, an agency. And they just come along every now and again and go, we've got a raid deal. You'll put that in this video and they'll do that. You know why and I don't do that? Because you get fucked over 90% right. of the Right, and, and I think that's part of it, is yeah. you, you saw what was possible on the other side, but I think it takes a lot of legwork to then go out there and act as your own agent. And one thing that I think I struggle with on the podcast is we will do a morning from, say, 10 till about 12 of going through emails and doing calls, and um, you know, you'll go into your room and do another call, and I'll be in this room emailing someone. And then... At 12, we'll go, cool, right, let's do a true news then. And to switch between those two mentalities, for me, I find hard. It's, it's fucking challenging. Not, it, it's not climbing a mountain or anything, but it is a challenge to suddenly go from being like, good morning, how are you? To suddenly being like, right, fuck this shit, like, let's do this. That's, that's why a lot of people who work in business have massive blowouts every Friday night. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but I can't imagine what that must be like to then add depression in because i've not been depressed over the last year i've not i don't think i've really struggled with my mental health more recently touchwood like so to then add depression into that which i know slows down that process and can sometimes just make you feel a bit foggy i can't imagine what that must be like it's to, extreme. to go through that change if i'm honest i'm, I'm an extreme personality type so i have right. a lot of extreme moments so i'm either extremely concentrated in the business like chats that we have the negotiation process so i'm really focused and i'm like I don't get emotional. I'm just focused. Mm-hmm. I, I never really. Uh, back in the day, I used to. You remember, I used to get quite angry when people were giving us shit offers or whatever. Now I'm just very like cutthroat, deal with it. And then when we're when we switch to true news, I'm very much like I try and force myself to be the happy laugh guy yeah. and all that. And, it's, it's not, and that's not fake, I'll say. No, I, that is still part of your personality. Well, it is. But I, but what I'm saying is, I've got. This is what I'm sort of getting to. Is then afterwards. When I do have the low, it's equally extreme. So yeah. I don't go to, <laughs> I don't go to, oh, I feel crap now. I go to like suicidal thoughts. Right. So in my life, everything, as people know about me, everything's pretty extreme. I'm an extreme guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'm the type of person, 
if I'm going to do it, I'll do it in the biggest way I can. And that has great effects on your life, but also terrible. Uh, so I'm, I'm working on that. Yeah. And, and um, I think it's difficult to, uh, more, it's obviously much more difficult for you, but I think it is a strange thing when, you know, for a while we'd do a video and then you would just finish, get up and go and sleep in your room for three hours. Not because you were tired, uh-huh. but probably because you were depressed. Absolutely. And being, being depressed makes you feel tired. Uh-huh. And it would be for a little while, there was a case of the crew would come in or, you know, the guy setting up the cameras, Roven, probably. We'd set it up, we'd film, and then you go, right, I'm going to go back to bed. And then you just go back. Or I, you invited me over to watch football once. I don't think I've ever, don't, have I ever told you this story before. No. We started to watch the Liverpool game. Five minutes in, you got up and just went to bed. <laughs> and didn't, but you didn't say anything. <laughs> you just got up, went to the this room. This is such weird and, behavior. And I... That, this was when well, it was bad. Though, yeah, and yeah. I was like, Brian, Brian, knocked on the door and you were just out, fast asleep. And I was, was like... Was I naked when you opened it? Oh. Uh, no, but you had <laughs> taken your t-shirt off, weirdly. <laughs> So, but you were just, you were like, you know, the way that a baby sleeps, like splayed <laughs> out. And I don't know what the fuck I was just going, I mean, yeah. But you'd invited me over specifically to watch that. So, so I'd come across so weird, London to watch man. that. And then you'd gone, not for me, not for me right now. And just gone. It's fucking weird. And so it? I just, wa- I finished watching the game and you were still like unwakeable mm-hmm. at that point. And... <sighs> It was a strange time to go through. It's a very strange time to be friends or sort of close with someone who's like that as well because you don't know... You, don't, you almost feel a bit powerless. You don't mm. know... I'm not saying that. It's not affecting me in that way, but you feel a bit powerless. You want to be able to help. Well, you don't you know what also, to say all the time. You don't know what to yeah. say. But you were perfect, though. And, you know, if it wasn't for having someone as good as you are to me, then, you know, I don't know what, what I would do because it, when you are really, really, really low you think about the people who care about you. And that's right. one of the reasons why you sort of stop short of the worst. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm grateful yeah. for having you as a friend, mate. You're the best, best mate I could ever fucking ask for. We, swear yeah. to God. I love you, man. Anna. We both, we, I think we both understand the other one a mm. lot. Mm. And as much as we might look very different, I think when we talk about certain experiences in our lives, there are mm. a lot of very similar things that have happened for us. I just feel like I could tell you anything in the world. Right. Bro. Like, and... It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I mean? You're a very great friend because there's never any judgment there. Yeah, and you we, know don't, I mean? we both know the other person's not judging each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it, but that's, there's, you know, to, to trust someone, and that's what I'm talking about here. Right. To trust that someone else has your best interest at heart. You know, you can love someone, but you can not necessarily completely trust them because of... You know, in the past, maybe they've thrown something back in your face, made right. argument. I know you would never do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we've never done that. Uh, so I think that, yeah, we've got a real great friendship. And I think that that's carried me through bits of all of this shit. Do you know what I think helps that a lot between the two of us? It probably bonded us a lot is we both grew up very close ages anyway. Mm. Uh, you know, we're not exactly the same age. We're very close. All right. I'm slightly older. So fucking months older. Yeah. But we both grew up in that part of our lives together. So we both kind of became that, you know, this age of man from what we were before. And it made us both a lot more understanding of what the other one was going through because we probably thought, I thought to myself, right, I'm going through that as well. Like- Well, we were becoming men together. Like, don't get me wrong. When when I met you, what was I, 25 or whatever, I thought I was a man. Yeah. But really, there was still a fuck ton of work to be done. Yeah. And now we've gone through that period together and I've seen you grow as a man. Mm. Like, you're, when I met you, you were just raw potential and there, was, there were flaws there that uh, prohibited you from being the best version of yourself. Yeah. Same with me. And we've both helped each other uh, cultivate that and, and, and get the best out of each other. Mm. And where I needed work you help me and the vice versa. Yeah. And I, I feel like um, I can honestly say hand on heart, um, no one's improved me as a person outside of my own mother as much as you have. Yeah. You've, you've made me the best me and, and I'm, I'm still a massive work in progress, but fuck me. If you, if you can surround yourself with people who will make you better, 
then you're doing well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think... We've been that for each other. Yeah, but when businessmen put those hokey bullshit sayings on Instagram of right. surround yourself with better, you know, I look at that and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking easy to say. I mean, they're hard to find. But luckily, you know, we've found a, a person who can help us. Yeah. Um, and going back to the agency sort of thing or, you know, having to be our own representative, I think people out there would be shocked. Like, YouTubers are out here getting fucked royally mm -hmm. by companies who will go to a brand, act as the middleman, and, you know, officially, you're supposed to take about 20% out of a deal. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> it's and, way more than that. And, gi and give, you know, the YouTuber gets 80%, the agency takes 20%, and everyone goes, right, job well done. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. YouTubers, I, I know of deals where YouTubers have gotten a shred yeah. of what they should have done. So and, and for me, I've seen that happening. Yeah. And as I said on the start of the fall of True Geordie, that was in January. I said, this is the year I became a businessman. And mm -hmm. I fucking meant it. And when this fucking year ends, people will know what the fuck I was talking about. Because mm -hmm. this ain't the end. And we've went out there. And yeah, we're not we're not lawyers, but we got lawyers, mm -hmm. bitch. And we're we're able to do our own deals. Our lawyers wear waistcoats. Absolutely. That's how fucking serious our these guys is are. The classiest man. Honestly. You know. Yeah. Um so I think that that's it's also become uh common practice and almost a level of um contempt for a YouTuber now or for any person who's on social media, where because the perception is that they're making so much money from the agency side that the agency then think it's a sliding slope, basically. It started as 20% and everyone went, right, okay, 20% to the agency, 80% to them. Then it became 50% when the agency went, well, they can afford to make a little less and we can afford to make a little more. Now we're seeing deals with people where, I'm not even kidding, there are football deals that we've heard have gone down in the past year, multi-million pound deals that the people, the talent has then taken 10% of that deal and the other 90 has gone to the people who basically got in the room and were there for the meeting and <laughs> that is it, it, the thing that the thing that makes us angry about that that should make the people as well who are watching angry because if we talk about the standard of YouTube let's be honest I don't think the standard of YouTube has really gone up there's a lot of innovation but it stayed very much at the same level it's because there are people who are strangling the money out of YouTube and going cool I can pay my mortgage from this and I'm just going to take a nice fat check you know what that is though because unfortunately check. most YouTubers are young and they're naive and, yeah. they, and as we were and luckily, we, we got, we're slick to the fucking process and we realized what was going on early on. Let's be honest, we're still not as slick as we probably would like to Absolutely. be. Absolutely, yeah. we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we've, we got fucked over multiple times where so much money that we should have been getting was going out the door mm -hmm. and we learned from that. Yeah. But, you know, and sometimes you have to go through that in life. And I'm yeah. actually okay with that. Money. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I learned the lesson. The problem is, is most of these YouTubers, I, I, I know I've gone in the rooms and gotten bigger deals mm -hmm. than other YouTubers had yeah. because I was representing me yeah. and they were getting represented by whoever the fuck mm -hmm. and they got less money. And the other YouTuber was way bigger than I am. Yeah. And it's like, well... How does that work? Yeah. yeah. Well, this how it works. Because someone convinces you that because they went to this university or whatever and they're older than you, you don't worry your pretty little head about it. Mm -hmm. I'll sort it out for you. And guess what? Here's the key. Here is the fucking key to all the YouTubers out there. You aren't saying what's in the contract. Mm -hmm. Demand that. I want to see what they're taking. I want to see what the brand are paying. I want to see everything. Because mm -hmm. they, they just get the, the contract through from the agency or whoever, the middleman. You never know what the fuck he's getting. You should want to know that. Mm -hmm. Demand that. It's your right to know that. Yeah. And, and you know what? That will, it will make you less of a product and it will make you more of the producer at that mm. point. And I think that's, the, that's a real... They, they convinced you that you're talent. Right. You ain't talent. You're the creator. Yeah. Right? Talent is someone, it's like fucking extra in a fucking movie. Mm -hmm. This ain't you. You're the one they're paying for. Mm -hmm. You're not talent, mate. Yeah. Start acting like you own the place because you actually do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know I what I'm saying? And that's what t I went in my head in the last 12 months is, nah, you're not fucking making a mug out of me like I'm from Newcastle. Yeah. It's not happening. I, I've got <laughs> to admit, I have seen that happen in meetings where you've said things that I think are quite unusual probably in a meeting or and it's quite jarring even for me i think it's quite jarring I'm sometimes quite, even now can to be hear quite you aggressive but it only when yeah so you find a lot more re i think when you realize the person is not taking the piss really and really he's doing what he normally does or that yeah. you know what she's doing what she normally does you're much 
nicer. So, so, but that's the point, though, that I, I realised is, it, for a lot of people, it's common practice, this. It's, it's, oh, well, we're fucking you over because we fuck everyone over. Mm-hmm. And because, well, also, I've entered the company, we've always done this, and we will always try and do yeah. this, because that's all I know. Yeah, and f- my reaction is, not a day, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's... And, I, and this might seem a bit dramatic to people, but when... I understand that this is sort of a privileged conversation to have. I'm very fortunate to be in the position to negotiate for large sums of money. But at the same time, when you've given everything you have, when you've risked everything you have, and you've got a dream, and someone is going to capitalize on that situation and fuck you over, I don't care who you are. Never let yourself get fucked over in Mm. any situation. Mm. Doesn't matter how much money we're talking about. So, yeah, uh, I made sure that that, isn't going to happen in future and you know I'm, I'm grateful for that yeah we've learned a lot and we've evolved and like just last week i had to message a guy and go you know close friend big youtuber i went by the way you know that thing that they try to rope us into i said he thought he was getting x amount I'll, I'll say it he thought he was getting five grand or whatever thought that's all they had and i was like no they've got 15 grand mate. right so i don't know who's negotiating for you I said, but you need to fucking know this. Yeah. And use that knowledge for you. Mm-hmm. Just a little like, you know, as mates, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, this is happening. Do you know what I mean? I don't know who the fuck, how this is. But this is just, this is normal. This is on a weekly basis that we have these kind of conversations. And I think that's the point now is there are, there is so much money swilling around in this industry, which is being siphoned off at different points. It's <laughs> strangely, we're in a content business, which is actually not about the content. No, not at all. It's yeah. about when the it comes deals. to big companies. They don't. One thing that we've realised is mo- most of them they don't watch the show you make. They, they, they're never going to watch. They, they're like forty, fifty year old, and their kids are going. I watch this YouTuber, and they go, "Oh, well, then we'll look into him." Then. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that. And th- their knowledge of good content is non-existent. The brands barely ever watch what you make, yeah. they, if ever. Right. Yeah. That's what we've been looking as. I think is that that's why. Gymshark and Twitch, etc., have trusted us because they knew exactly what they were getting into and they know they watched. Yeah, so. I mean that is that's very rewarding at that point, and I do think there is a swing. Or that you know what, it's also great when you find someone on the inside on any business, cultivate that relationship with them because if they're on the inside, they will help more than ever. Mm. Like there are a lot of people who like to keep you sort of on the you know, don't you worry about it, we've got this sort of thing. When you find someone who goes, let me tell you this, right, keep that person close. Because they'll be fucking handy people. And, and, and to YouTubers out there, if you do try and talk to the brand and your agent or whatever gets really freaked out about it. Right. There's a little... There's, yeah. there's a little tip. There's a little t- Yeah, <laughs> there's that's a such a great flag. point. Yeah, there's yeah. a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely think after this time, there is like a need for... Um, you know, like a YouTube or media business mate, academy sort of thing. Mate, I'm not we, saying we could run it, but I'm saying JMX, get on that, man. <laughs> no, if we, if we set up an agency, Real Talk, though, and we're transparent with the other YouTubers and literally marketed them to the brands, I think I would... Mate, I've managed to sell this. Yeah. I'm covered in tattoos. I yeah. swear I've had all the fucking controversy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not traditional marketable. If I Imagine what I could do for some of these fucking pretty boy YouTubers. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd make them like... Yeah unbeatable by the way there are multiple people who the deals that we've done in recent years and the deals that we are doing now every one of the deals that we have done i have been told by another agency or by a marketing guy or by a guy who's had a call with someone yeah they wouldn't touch brian or they wouldn't touch this Mm -hmm. happened with nfl a year later brian is running around at an nfl day Mm -hmm. uh in in the middle of fucking nowhere it happened with twitch someone went "Mm, it's a kid's platform no one's gonna no one's gonna touch him over there all sorts of people yeah. and they went stick to betting yeah. because that's what you've got yeah and i think and sometimes until it's done people can't really see it's going to happen mm-hmm. and that happens a lot in our industry happens in tv happens in radio podcasts all these things people stick to what they've learned about something and they go no that one fits in that box that one fits in that yeah, box. it's like the gymshark thing isn't it like really that oh no no they'll never touch him yeah exactly and, and here they are one of the things that touching fucks, you one thing that fucks me off though um is we take the kickoff back to the kickoff example mm-hmm. we're still going to be looking for sponsors of the show so if you're watching what makes it harder is the situations that we've unearthed where you realize that money is flying around into very very bad football live shows and and football you know youtube just football content in it, general it, yeah and you look at it and you go well, 
it's getting no views. Mm. Why? Why? Are, and then you realise that the guy over at X Blabber. company mm. actually knows the guy at the content company, mm. and they're just like, "Yeah, go on, then we'll do this." And money's going back and forth. God knows what kind of backhanders are going on. Mm. But what that means is the genuine content creators who deserve the money don't get it because it goes to big business because they all went to fucking eating together or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That's a very uh, when, when he says eating, he doesn't mean they've gone out to eat together. It's like a private school that a lot of people go to. Yeah, you, yeah they've all gone and eaten together. <laughs> oh yeah, they you have. You know what I mean, right. though. Like, so basically, people like us who broke into this, who weren't supposed to be who we are, but now we're here, don't get the reward of the deals like that because you know the posh boys are all keeping each other fucking sweet. This is where I've been handy. Right? Absolutely. I get us in the room. I go, good, awfully good to meet you. Yes, yes, thank you very much. And then we get in the meeting and I just take a box in with me. And then I go, surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, and Brian just out. bursts out and goes, hooga booga. And they all go, have the money. And that's how it works. You know, I'm not going to even country. name the shit uh, football. We don't need football to. YouTube, They're dead YouTube anyway. Channel, but dead ass YouTube there's channel. There's one football YouTube channel that clearly has been buying views. And, uh, you know, we've talked about uh, this situation before. But you look at the fact that one of the biggest brands in the world does deals with them. And it's clear that no one watches the videos, and there's probably millions of pounds going. There were millions of pounds yeah. going into it, and then we, we're making the kickoff. Genuine interaction, genuine like, and you're thinking to yourself, "This is a fucking disgrace right now." Mm-hmm. That's we deserve that. Do you know what I mean? And instead, the fat cats who just cream off the top and don't care about the content, and then buy views, which on YouTube is illegal. Yeah, check that out when you're a fucking you know, a partner with Google. Yeah. But anyway. There are multiple channels that are partners with Google. Could be anyone. Multiple channels could be anyone. Um, you know, it's just a disgrace. So that still frustrates me. And I feel like there's some barriers we still yet to break down. Mm-hmm. But where on were we? That's the main thing. There are loads of young journalists out there who do like little YouTube videos who are similar to you. You're start, you know, you started in your 20s. Mm-hmm. They could get sponsorship deals. They could get deals that will help them pay their own rent and then make them independent. And it's not just about the big deals that we're, we want to do. It's about smaller deals that are being hoovered up by big companies because that's more efficient for them. And I also want to help out the YouTube scene and the Twitch scene as well because, you know, I feel like we're breaking barriers down for football content mm. really in terms of we've been trailblazing. Like people might not agree with that or whatever. You think what you want, but... I know who the fuck got the biggest deals in the industry. It was me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know the trickle-down effect that has. I felt it from other... KSI, you know, has... Logan. These guys, they've helped us all. Do Mm. you know what I mean? And I know that with me showing that what can be done on football content with what we've done on the kickoff, that that will help the other guys below us. Yeah. And then everyone wins. So we're just trying to kick the fucking door down officially. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and whether or not, you know, the point is, is you'll be forced to do this because it's going that way. You, you, there's only so long you can keep buying views and pretending you get engagement for. The, the world is going, is changing and we're right at the forefront of that on football uh, content online. So it's like, in my head, I'm like, it's a matter of time, man. You're fucking dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a fat comet coming to fucking crush you cunts. You know what I mean? You're, you look really happy, right? No, now. no, I just think it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, nothing gives me more pleasure than being a fat comet. Anyway, uh, uh, we'll have to wrap it up there. Uh, there's been a good one. We've, we've gotten a few things off our chest. I think we should do some... Excuse me, I think we should do some more just, you know, one-on-one podcasts. People. Yeah, definitely. And There's also, a lot more to talk about. Uh, obviously, we're going to be doing these uh, more often now. If you've got any guests you want, feel free to... Um, Tweet us and them. Message us and them. Yeah, do what you need to do. Mm. Let us know. And um, yeah, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, and we will see you later. Thanks a lot.